0: This is The Takeaway. I'm Todd Zwillick, filling in for John Hockenberry. Thanks for listening. While it's an all-out media offensive from President Obama on Syria, the president will appear on half a dozen news networks today. He'll address the nation in prime time tomorrow night. Meanwhile, Syrian President Bashar al-Assad responds to a threat of U.S. military force himself. It's a moment of history in the making, a choice, compared to the U.S. intervention in Kosovo or Iraq, We'll hear from Assad and speak to NATO's Secretary General about what role he sees for his organization in this crisis. And another historical lesson, five years after the financial collapse, we'll discuss why so many of you think nothing has changed. And on a day that sees millions more of our kids back at school, a look at a major crisis that's playing out in the classrooms in one of America's biggest cities. But first, of all the voices we've heard on whether the U.S. should take military action against Syria, and we continue to hear a lot from you, we've heard very little from the man who President Obama thinks is killing his people with chemical weapons and with impunity, Syrian President Bashar al-Assad. So our president takes to the airwaves to make his case and so too has Syria's. In a CBS interview, Assad says the U.S. should think very carefully before launching military strikes take a listen here to president assad who has been speaking to charlie rose
1: will there be attacks against american bases in the middle east if there is an airstrike you should expect everything you should expect everything not not necessarily through the government it's not only the governments are not only not the only player in this region you have different parties you have different factions you have different ideology uh, you have everything in this region now
0: tell me what you mean by expect everything
1: Every action.
0: Syrian President Bashar al-Assad speaking to Charlie Rose, they're part of a longer interview airing on CBS News. Of all the comments and questions and remarks we've had in the past week, opinion is definitely split, but it's clear that a majority of you are against military action. Now your voices just more examples of the hard task that President Obama faces this week to win over Americans and their lawmakers, that a military response to chemical weapons is the right thing to do. Well, let's add one more view to the mix. Besma Akbik left Syria for the U.S. 20 years ago when she traveled with her husband, who completed his medical residency here in the States. Her family and her husband's family remain in Syria, and many of them are in Damascus, awaiting an end to the bloodshed and the fear of chemical warfare. Besma joins me now from her home in Cincinnati. Hi, Besma.
1: Hi, Todd. Thank you for having me. And
0: thank you for being with us. I know that you're thinking a lot about your family who are living in a country embroiled in a civil war. You support U.S. intervention in this case. Uh, Tell me why.
1: Actually, Todd, we're walking here. We are Syrians walking here on a very, very fine edge. It's not a purpose of, like, destroying Syria again, like what happened in Iraq. and, And we don't like to see Syria hit just for the sake of hitting or, you know, striking. The thing is, someone has to stop this madness that's going on in Syria right now for over two and a half years. I believe everyone was very late to take any action. I was hoping and wishing that a political solution will take place instead of the military action, but unfortunately it's too late right now. And the more the people are silent about what's going on, you know, the regime is going more and more, and so in my opinion, something has to stop this madness. Um, I can't tell you how many sleepless nights we have, how many times I cry a day, how many times during the day I call and say, are you still alive? Are you okay? I heard about this bombing here or there. Is everyone okay? It's kind of suffering, so we want to see something stopping this madness there. I'm wishing and hoping that It's not going to target civilians. It's not going to target, you know, the civilians' areas, the neighborhoods. Just know where to strike to at least paralyze, um, you know, the military power they're using against the innocent people and children there.
0: Now, of course, I know as you're aware, Besma Akbek, one of the parts of this debate is that a U.S. military strike won't be able to cripple Assad. So many people argue that this isn't really even about Syria, this contemplated attack. It's about sending a message to Iran or North Korea or other uh, nations that are enemies of the United States about what will happen if they decide to use chemical weapons, that it's not really about stopping bloodshed in Syria. You've heard that criticism. What do you think of that?
1: Yeah, unfortunately I did. And, um, you know, I'm not a politician, so sometimes I feel I'm so naive when it comes to, analyzing whatever messages people are trying to send to each other. But for sure, this will be a, a, a powerful message to those countries uh, who are supporting or threatening the world with, with their either nuclear or chemical weapons. But at the same time, now the army in Syria who who are who is hitting the civilians, it's truly exhausted and at the end of the road. So anything to, you know, kind of, paralyze a little bit their their ability to strike and shell and bomb. And, you know, it would be helpful somehow. It's been two and a half years. Every time I call in Damascus, in the heart of Damascus, I hear the missiles launching. I hear the voice through Skype. It is so painful for people who are now addicted, actually, to hear the, the bombing and the shelling. If if it's quiet for a, for a while, they will say, oh, my God, something something bigger will happen now because it's too quiet.
0: Does your family so, in Damascus believe that a U.S. military response will help them, help their situation in this war?
1: Well, they're so confused, and it hurt to see them uh, so confused. And But at the same time, they say, you know, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. We've been living this war nothing less dangerous than the American attack that we've been suffering this past two years. So uh, they are so scared, they are so afraid, they're preparing for every, you know, every time I talk to them, they say, maybe this is the last time you hear our voices. But at the same time, deep down, they know that, well, it has to come to an end somehow.
0: Another voice contemplating U.S. military action in response to the use of chemical weapons in Syria, a Syrian-American, Besma Akbik in Cincinnati, 20-year U.S. resident. Vesma, we wish that your family remains safe and that you stay in touch with them. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thank you so much, Todd. Thank you.